You are listening to Shadow Horse Theater Broadcasting. We come to you from the shadowy fields of Minnesota with Dark Pony Radio Show. Presented to you by the Dark Pony Players, featuring Allie Daniels. This month's episode is sponsored by the Living Artist Podcast. Don't wait until you're dead to make a living as an artist. And now for our host of tonight's show is, as always, the Pale Lady. (laughs) (laughs) My darling ghouls, welcome back. Remember those grand old days of department stores? The sanctified halls misted with the scent of perfumes and light so bright some shades would do? Remember playing hide-and-seek as a child among the clothing racks, getting lost among the twists and turns? Remember questioning your sanity in the heightened hours, the rush, the pull as bodies hustled in and out? Well, department stores remember all of this. Department stores remember you. Tonight, my darlings, our story is going to whisk us back to the hollowed halls of a Macy's department store, where we are going to learn what happens when you turn out the lights. (laughs) Uh, Sadie? (laughs) Sadie, what's the matter? It's me. Oh, Sam, you nearly scared me to death. What do you mean coming in so quiet? I didn't mean to scare you. I thought you'd be asleep. I didn't want to wake you. Hey, what's the matter? Oh, it's terrible. you got to do something, Sam. What's terrible? It's this. Just look at this. What's terrible about that? Looks like an ordinary pad of paper to me. That's it. That's just what I thought. But it's got writing in it. It's awful. Now, wait a minute. Maybe you better tell me what this is all about. Well, today I went shopping down at Macy's department store. Yeah? And I needed some paper, so I picked this up. It was on top of the pile. And bought it and brought it home. But tonight when I open it, I found it's got writing in it. Well, that's not so terrible. Just take it back to Mara and make him give you a new one. Oh, no, you don't understand. It's what's written in it that's so terrible. What do you mean, what's written in it? Here, you gotta read it. Aw, Sadie. No, no, right now, read it. Look, Sadie, I'm tired. I've been bowling all evening. Please, Sam, please, just read it. Ah, All right, for Pete's sake. October 13th. Today, I made my... decision. Decision. I decided to say goodbye to the world. To get out, leave, break away. And I have done it. Ah, Sadie, this is a Go lot on, of... Go on, read it! And, and now, now I am free. free. Really, really free. free. Yes, I am free at last. The world is an intolerable place for a poet. I was broke, starving, at my wit's end. Then I had a brilliant idea. I would escape to a place where I had no need to earn a living, where I could write to my heart's content in peace and security. Where is this place? Right under your nose. So close, you'd never think of it. I am now living in Macy's department store. I have everything within arm's reach that anyone would need or desire. And it's all free, absolutely free. 
I arrived this afternoon. I had spent three days looking over all the department stores in town. I decided on Macy's because of the completeness of their food department. Therefore, this afternoon, I entered the store and went immediately to the fourth floor, to the rug department, and hid myself in this dusty, out-of-the-way corner behind a pile of carpets. Once I'm settled, I'll furnish it with some of the best of the modern pieces from the furniture department. It's small, but I'll be cozy enough. And safe. After the store closed, I made my first venture out. I tiptoed as far as the stationery counter and got this paper, the writer's primary need. Now, after making my initial entry, I'll go out and get food, wine, the pillows for my bed, perhaps a fancy dressing gown. This is perfect. I'll be able to write here. Dawn, October 14th. I'm almost too unnerved to write this. The whole thing is unbelievable. After the store was dark and completely quiet, I crept out and started toward the food department. One's footsteps echo hollowly in an empty department store at night, and I found myself gliding along the floor on tiptoe, moving as silently as possible. But the sound of footsteps persisted. Suddenly, I realized they were not my own. The night watchman. I was in the Salon Moderne. Quickly, I seized a mink coat from a hanger, draped it about my shoulders, and stood stock still. I could have reached out and touched him, but he passed by without so much as a glance. I started to smile, but the smile froze on my lips. There was someone else here. I was looking straight into a pair of eyes, large, flat, luminous, inhuman eyes, peering at me from among the Mrs. Tailored suits a dozen feet away. They belonged to a creature dressed as a man, but he was as pale as a creature found under a stone. His hands, hanging motionless at his sides, looked more like the fins on a fish than human hands. And then he spoke. Not bad for a beginner. I'm sorry. I didn't know anybody else... uh, lived here. Oh, yes. We live here. It's it's delightful. We? Yes, all of us. Don't you see? Look around you. I looked around. I saw nothing. I looked again. I saw an old man come clamoring out from behind a clock. There were three elderly creatures, incredibly emaciated, pale as lace, almost transparent, simpering before the perfume counter. A shinsy lady swam out from behind the curtains and drapes. They came swarming thick around me, pale, thin, wispy, moving silently, fluttering like gauze in wind, whispering. Oh, how raw they look! Who are they? As coarse as the sun! What are they doing here? A detective. Send for the dark man. Yes! Send for the dark man! The dark man. They were pressing around me, clawing, holding me, their pale faces contorted with venomous, inhuman hatred. I was paralyzed. All I could do was repeat over and over again, I'm not a detective! I'm not a detective! I'm not! Burglar, then? <laughs> the tiny 
to the place sending for the dark men. Stop, let them speak. I, I'm not a detective or a burglar. I'm a poet. Then what are you doing here? I, I've renounced the world. I came here to live where I could be alone. Away from the world. Why don't they come over to us? They're just like us! They've come over to us. A poet. They must meet Mrs. Vanderpunt. Yes, Mrs. Vanderpunt. She's coming now. I followed their eyes to the balcony. There, coming down the wall like an ancient spider, clambered an old lady, wrinkled and cracked and emaciated. She must have been at least 80. A shadowy matriarch. And the things beside me bowed and scraped as she reached the floor and floated towards us. What's going on here? Where is that stupid girl? What's keeping her? Uh, uh, Mrs. Vanderpant. Well, what is it? Who's this, Mr. Roscoe? Mrs. Vanderpant, may I present, um, uh... Snell. Ms. Snell. Ms. Charlie Snell. Yes, yes, of course. Ms. Snell. They are a poet, and they're coming here to live. Oh. They have, have they? That's what they say, and I do believe them. <laughs> well? They avoided the night watchman quite neatly for a beginner. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. Very well. We shall see. A poet should find inspiration here. Miss Snell, Mrs. Vanderpant is our grand old lady. Oh? I am quite the oldest inhabitant here, Snell. Three mergers and a complete rebuilding. But they didn't get rid of me. Oh, really? Hmm. Where is Ella? Where is my broth? She's bringing it to Mrs. Vanderpant. Terrible little creature. She is our foundling, Snell. She's not quite our sort. Is that so? I have been here, Snell, ever since the terrible times of the 80s. Oh, I was a young girl then. A beauty, they say. And poor Pap lost his money. Oh. Macy's meant a lot to a young girl in those days. So when I wasn't able to have a charge account, I came here for good. That's better than a charge account. I was quite alarmed when others began to come after the crash of 1907. But it was... The dear judge? Yes. The colonel. How do you do? Yes. Mrs. Bilby. How do you do? Mrs. Bilby. Mrs. Bilby writes plays. Oh? And comes from an old Philadelphia family. Oh, you will find us quite nice here, Snell. I'm sure I will. And of course, all our dear young people came in 1929. Their poor paps jumped from skyscrapers. 
They couldn't bear to be without charge accounts either. Do you mean all these people live here? Oh, and many more. You shall meet them all later. Oh, here comes that girl with my broth. Come, come, you stupid thing! Mrs. Vanderpant is awaiting! <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm coming as fast as I can. Here. Now be careful. Don't spill it. Oh, but she's young. Well, of course, she is a little younger than most of us. And she's different. She... she's beautiful. Miss Nell, Ella is Mrs. Vanderpant's maid. That's right. She's really not our sort at all. You shouldn't say such things. She can hear you. Oh, that doesn't matter. You'll understand these things better after you've been here a while. But it seems to me that you would... Snell! We have certain rules here. They are necessary for our survival. I'm sure you won't find it hard to observe them. Well, yes, I appreciate... I should advise you that you try. If you do not... Would be most unfortunate, Snell. Most unfortunate for you. October 15th. You can imagine my feelings last night. My first thought was to escape as quickly as possible. In fact, I planned to wait till morning when the store opened, then quit my hiding place, mingle with the crowds, and leave Macy's forever. But just before dawn, Mr. Roscoe brought me a cup of coffee, which must have been drugged, for I fell asleep. And then when I awoke, I found I had slept all day, and night was closing over the store once more. Later, I've spent my second night here. I saw Ella again. Ella, the pearl of this remote fantastic cave. She's not like the others. A trifle pale, but otherwise normal. And human and beautiful. A child of perhaps 18. She's the only thing that makes this nightmare bearable. October 20th. Escape seems almost impossible. There's a very effective burglar alarm system, and the doors are all carefully guarded. But that's nothing compared to the Dark Men. Who are the Dark Men? I don't know. But they threaten any transgressor with these Dark Men. I shall try to discover who they are. At least, I'm sure I am watched, though they've begun to trust me now. Speaking to the night watchman would be suicide, even if he believed my fantastic story or didn't shoot me as a burglar. I'm convinced that neither Ella nor I could get out of here alive. She and the night watchman are the only real people here. And how the others hate the night watchman. Odious, vulgar creature. He reeks. Oh, come the now, Mrs. Son. Bilby. He's really a personable young man. Very young for a night watchman. Miss Snail, sometimes I wonder about your. Taste. You mustn't stay so much to yourself, Miss Snell. 
you must become better acquainted with our ways. Yes, Miss Snell, you must come to the play tonight. We're going to be entertained with one of Mrs. Bilby's tragic comedies, Love and Shadowland. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm sure I will. It's really a festive occasion, you know. Wanamakers is coming over, you know. Wanamakers? Yes, the entire colony over at Wanamakers is coming here en masse to attend the play. You mean there are people living in other stores? Oh dear, yes. Didn't you know? Of course, the best people live here at Macy's and Wanamakers. Oh, come now, Mrs. Bilby. There are some very nice people over at Alton's. I beg your pardon, Mrs. Bilby? Oh, hello, Ella. Good evening, Miss Snell. Mrs. Bilby... Well, what is it? Please, ma'am. I'd so love to see your play tonight. May I have your permission? Certainly not. You know better than that, you stupid creature. You know where you belong. In the basement with the garbage cans. But Mrs. Bilby, couldn't you... Hush, Miss Snell. Ella. You're becoming entirely too forward as of late. I'd advise you to watch your step. Remember the dark men. Oh, no, please, Mr. Roscoe, I'll be good. I promise, I will. No, please don't send for the dark men. I'm I'm sorry, Mrs. Bilby, excuse me. Ella, come back. Miss Snell, you forget yourself. Let her go. But how can you treat her like that? Why do you always frighten her? And what is all this about the dark man? Well, the dark man. Oh, please, Mr. Roscoe. You'll spoil our whole evening. And I do so want Miss Snell to enjoy my play. Very well. <laughs> later, Miss Snell. But I want to know about the dark man. Later! Later! October 21st. At last, I found an opportunity to speak to Ella alone. I hadn't dared to speak to her before. Here, one has a sense always of pale eyes secretly watching. But last night at the play, I induced a fit of hiccups. As I anticipated, I was sternly reprimanded and told to go and secret myself in the basement, where the night watchman wouldn't hear me. This was exactly what I had planned. I went to the basement. There, in the darkness, among the garbage cans and the rats... I heard sobbing. Ella? Ella? Oh! Ella, is that you? Yes. Why are you crying? What is it, Ella? They... They wouldn't even let me see the play. Is that all? Oh, Miss Snell, I'm so unhappy. There, there. You mustn't cry. You're the only one. The only one who's been kind. Ella, why are you here? Why do they treat you so differently? Because I'm not like them. I didn't choose to come here. You mean you're held prisoner? Yes. You see, I was only six. I came here on a shopping tour with my mother. I got lost and fell asleep behind the counter. It was dark when I awoke... And they found me. Some of them wanted to send for the dark men because they were afraid I would tell on them. But Mrs. Vanderpant said no. I could stay and be her maid, and I've been here ever since. Since you were six? 
Haven't you ever tried to get away? Oh, no. I, I don't know anything about... Uh, out there. I wouldn't know what to do. Besides, I, I'm afraid if anyone tries to get out, they send for the Dark Men. Ella, who are the Dark Men? Don't you know? Oh, it's horrible. Tell me. You know how people live at all the stores? At Gimbal's and Bloomingdale's? Yes, yes, I know. Well, the Dark Men live at the Undertakers. Good heavens. And whenever someone dies or breaks the rules or when a burglar gets in and sees these people and might tell, they send for the Dark Men. How horrible! They put the body into the butcher shop in the food department, and then the dark men come. I saw them once. It was terrible. What do they do? They go in where the dead person is. They have wax with them and all sorts of things. And when they're gone, there's just a wax model left on the counter. Then our people put a frock on it or a bathing suit and mix it up with the other wax models in the windows and nobody ever knows. And if you displease these people, the same thing will happen to you. October 30th. I haven't kept up my journal. Writing has been out of the question. Once more, I'm frozen with terror. But not for myself now. For Ella. They hate her. Any time they might turn against her and send for the Dark Men. My mind is filled with her. I dream of her every day. I live to see her at night. We've managed it several times. They trust me now and let me roam about without interference. Finally, I met her again tonight and said it. Ella, I love you. Oh, uh, Charlie. I love you, Ella. Let's get married, or whatever they do here. Then we can live together in my home in the carpet department. They wouldn't dare hurt you then. Oh, uh, Charlie, I... Don't look so dismayed. If you like, we'll go away from here. Maybe we can get transferred to... to Bergdorf Goodman's overlooking Central Park. Don't. Charlie, don't. You mustn't... But I love you! Ella, you're not in love with someone else. Yes, Charlie, I am. But who? It must be Roscoe. He's the only one young enough. Oh, no, Charlie, not Roscoe. Especially not him. I do hate them all. They make me shudder. Who is it, then? It's him. Who? The Night Watchman. No. No, impossible. I love him. He smells of the sun. Ella! Oh, it was wonderful. The way it happened. Oh, don't tell on me, Charlie, or they'll punish me. Oh, no. No. I was careless. And he was there, coming around the corner in the ladies' lingerie department. I was caught. There were only some wax models in their underthings. There was nothing else to do. I stripped off my dress and stood still. Oh, I see. 
He stopped and looked at me. And Charlie, he spoke to me. He said, Say, honey, wish they made him like you on 8th Avenue. Charlie, wasn't that a lovely thing to say? Personally, I should have said Park Avenue. Uh, it doesn't matter what street. It was a lovely thing to say. But what can you do about him? Ella, he belongs to another world. Yes, to 8th Avenue. I want to go there, Charlie. Are you really my friend? Yes, of course I am. Then I'll tell you. I'm going to stand there again in the lingerie department, so he'll see me. And then? Perhaps he'll speak to me again. Ella, you're only torturing yourself. No, because this time I shall answer him, and he'll take me away. Take you away? Oh no, Ella, I couldn't bear that. Ella, you don't love him. You only think you do because you think he'll take you out of here, but you don't know that he will. And I will, Ella. I've made up my mind. No, Charlie, I couldn't let you do it. Even if I loved you, you couldn't do it, Charlie. Why not? Because you really belong here. You, you're, you've become one of them now. Ella, you mustn't say that. It's true. And Charlie... I've got to go. There's someone watching us. I feel it. No, wait. Ella. Goodbye, Charlie. No, Ella, come back. Please Ella. don't. We'll arouse the night watchman. Roscoe. Yes. Oh, love can be very upsetting, can't it? You heard? Yes, just the last moment or so. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Very touching, and yet it's understandable. I've been attracted to Ella myself. So, she loves another, hmm? Too bad, Miss Snell. Who could it be? Could it be that I'm the cause of your heartbreak? You flatter yourself too much, Roscoe. Well, then, whom? The old judge? Oh, no, certainly not. The colonel? Hardly. None of those. Oh, not one of the customers. The staff? She loves the night watchman. Can you believe it? She loves the... Oh. Roscoe, I shouldn't have said that. It's not true. At least, I don't think it's true. You wouldn't... Roscoe, you said you loved her too. You wouldn't do anything. Tell anybody? This is a secret between us. Between friends, isn't it? Of course. As secret as the grave. She's young. Perhaps he'll leave and she'll forget him in time. Who knows? Perhaps she'll learn to love... you. Or me. Of course. In time. And we'll figure out a way to keep her safe here. Absolutely safe. Now, don't you worry about it. It's almost dawn. Time for bed. Good morning, Miss Nell. Early evening. November 4th. I was a fool. I should have known he couldn't be trusted. He must have gone straight to Mrs. Vanderpant, because this evening the atmosphere has changed. People flicker to and fro, smiling nervously, horribly, with a sort of frightened, sadistic exaltation. An informal dance in the record department has been called off. I can't find Ella. I'm going out again now to look for her. Roscoe, what have you done with her? Shh, 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 shh. 
quiet, Miss Snell. The night watchman. I don't care. What have you done? Whatever I did was for your own good as well as for the good of us all. Wait a minute. What is that? What are those people carrying? That's Ella. She's tied up. They're carrying Ella. Ella. Charlie, help me. Save me, Charlie. Charlie, stop it. No, let me go. No, Charlie, stop it. You'll arouse the night watchman. No, they're taking taking her in into the butcher shop. Roscoe? Yes. Those are the dark men. Good Lord. Midnight. I'm scribbling this last entry hurriedly. They are in there. In the butcher shop with Ella. The dark men. There's only one thing to do. I'm going to find the night watchman and tell him. He and I will save her. If we can. And if we are overpowered, well, I will leave this pad on the stationary counter. Tomorrow, if I live, I will recover it. If I do not, whoever finds this and reads this, look in the store windows. Look for three new wax dummies. She has blonde hair and blue eyes and her nose turns up a little. Look for us. And then, find them. Smoke them out. Exterminate them. Avenge us. Oh, Sam, isn't it horrible? Wow. Well, we gotta do something. Tell somebody something. Oh, Sam, what do we do? Do? Nothing. Go to bed. But Sam! Whoever wrote this sure has got a weird sense of humor. It's probably some clerk down at Macy's who ought to be fired. But, you mean, you think it's just a story? You kidding? You don't believe this stuff, do you? Well, well, I don't know. Oh, forget it, baby. Snap out of it. I shouldn't leave you alone. You get too many ideas when I go out bowling at night. But, uh, don't you think maybe we ought to just uh, take it back and show somebody? Ah, nuts. It's not worth the bother. They'd laugh at you, baby. They think you were crazy or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I guess I was silly. Forget it. Ah, come on. Huh? Let's go to bed. Huh? I'm tired. Okay. Okay, Sam. <laughs> Gee, you know, for a while there, I sure was scared. Oh, I even forgot what I was going to tell you. Sam, I found the cutest dress today. Only $19.95. Yeah, baby? Yeah. It was in the window at Macy's. It was on a beautiful little wax model with blonde hair, blue eyes, and a turned up nose. And there were two others standing beside. Sam! (laughs) (laughs) Some department stores still linger. Beware being there after dark or you may get what you don't want. On the other hand, you may be so lucky to find me there. (laughs) My darling ghouls, we have reached that time of the broadcast where I must leave you. Until next time, I bid you good night and adieu.
You've just heard tonight's performance of the Dark Pony Radio Show with voices from the Dark Pony players. Matt Sachs, Max Besner, The Pale Lady, Matthew Kelly, and featuring Allie Daniels. Sound design and engineering by Benjamin Conklin. The theme song, Old Time Radio, was written by M. Terrell Woods, performed by Carnage the Executioner, courtesy of the artist. Tonight's show was Evening Primrose from Escape, written by John Collier, adapted by John Dunkel. Tonight's episode is sponsored by The Living Artist Podcast. Don't wait until you are dead to make a living as an artist. It can be found on all major podcast sites. This has been a Shadow Horse Theater production.